podcast. Movie, movie, 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 podcast. Are you getting this? Movie, movie, podcast. Movie, movie, podcast. Movie, Okay, yeah, that was good. You jumped the gun on the ending. Yeah. There would be three movie podcasts. Someone oh, jumped the gun. I did. Oh, you were doing so well. I know. I that was good. I... No, that was good. No, no, I, I like where you went with that one. It's way better than Kokomo. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> guys, Kokomo was a winner. Yeah, I don't. It it's just still is. All right, just we'll save it for next time. You know, it'll be fun. Every every week. <laughs> every week, Kokomo. Yep. Get yeah, used to other America. shirts. Every week, Kokomo what do you shirts. think? Welcome to the Movie Movie Podcast. All right, welcome to the Movie Movie Podcast, everybody. Uh, Tiggs here, your host, and with me, as always, are Russ. What's up, Peter? What's up, and Alex? My name is Mister Knife. <laughs> oh, you, you weren't you paying call attention. Me to oh, you weren't paying attention to the pattern. <laughs> it's always the last movie. <laughs> Oh, wow. And uh, this week we're going to be talking about Wreck-It Ralph, but before that, we'll be talking about The Man with the Iron Fists. So, want to give us the rust down? I do. The Man with the Iron Fists, directed by The Rizza. Nice. Yes. On the hunt for a fabled treasure of gold, a band of warriors, assassins, and a rogue British soldier descend upon a village in feudal China, where a humble blacksmith to defend himself and his fellow villagers. Before we go on, I have to say that the phrase British soldier has to be one of the h- hardest things to say really, really quickly. British soldier. You want to say shoulder. You want to say shoulder after British. Yeah, you kind of yeah. say British shoulder. That, yeah, that's I, I did say it. Yeah. I know. Was well, that actually feudal China? I don't know. That's what IMDb says. And also, it wasn't a fabled treasure at all. No, it was not. Nope, it was just money. <laughs> just gold. So, so let's let's talk real quick about Riza. Riza, in my opinion, his, his first Wu-Tang yeah, he was in the Wu Tang Clan. His first foray into film was coffee and cigarettes, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, uh, and then, oh, he he was in Ghost Dog, wasn't he? Was he? Yeah, he, he was at the end of Ghost Dog when when Ghost Dog actually walks up to the guy. He's the guy who's walking towards Ghost Dog at the end that like that he uh, like bows to or whatever. Okay, first he's in Ghost Talk, <laughs> and then he did, uh, and then he did. Uh, what's the most of the movie I just said with my Coffee mouth? And cigarettes. Coffee and cigarettes. Coffee and cigarettes. Yeah. And then he did, but his big thing, like for movies, he did the score to the first Kill Bill, right? Yes, Kill Bill, Part yeah, Kill Bill one. Volume yeah. One. And then he was in Funny People, wasn't he? He is in Funny oh, People, I, I think, for a minute, but a I lot of people. people. The movie also sucks. Yeah, yes, I agree. Oh, you're right. Just. Uh, he did the soundtrack to Bullworth, but he he also did the soundtrack to Ghost Dog, which is one of the greatest movie soundtracks of all time. Well, sa- soundtrack's different from score. He did both for Ghost Dog. He did both, oh, yeah, oh, wow. and, and for Blade Trinity. The the, the score for Go- oh, it was crazy. It was like a bunch of like uh, free jazz improvisation, uh, like uh, mixing. Like he was doing, it was great. It was amazing. Mm. That's Ghost Dog's one of the movies uh, that I've seen once, and I feel bad that I've only seen it once. I really need to see it again. I, I want to see so it now because I'm like a smarter person. 
I um, love Ghost Dog. So <laughs> I was hoping that this movie was going to be a kung fu like smoking aces. See, I, I, for, for I, th- I think, I think we'll all agree that this movie had a ton of potential in the first half. Yes. Yeah. Maybe even, maybe even the first three quarters of it. But it 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 it, it petered out and almost became a different style movie by the end. And for me, I was really disappointed. Well, it, uh, across the board. Say that again. You were disappointed across the board. No, no, the last quarter. Oh, okay. Um, I, really yeah. I think it had the opportunity because, again, I think this movie was nonsense, but it was fun nonsense sometimes. And I think yeah, it yeah. should have just gone with – it should have just not tried to take itself seriously because when it did, yeah. it really fell apart. Yeah, I think I, it absolutely – like it towed the line perfectly for the first half. Yeah. Really lost itself in his backstory. I mean, exactly. yeah. I, I will agree with that because, like, yeah. at, at one point, you have a man who can turn into brass with <laughs> yeah. zero explanation. <laughs> I don't need to know how a black guy's in China. Like, if I'm. <laughs> <laughs> that's, 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 that's the, yes, one that's the tagline. She's the best. Like, I don't need that justification for one if a man who can turn into brass exists. But, but, yeah. I mean, lest we forget, those flashback scenes, Riza has awesome hair at the beginning. Yeah. Does. But uh, hair is uh, a, a symbol of the things that weighs down. Exactly. So yeah, then he shaves it. Um, so, uh, I think that Riza maybe wanted to make him. Like, I feel like he had the opportunity to make a movie, and he was like, "I want to be the star. I want to be the ultimate yep. badass. I want to have the 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 torture pass. I want to have the superpower. I want to have like." I yeah, think he, he's he just, didn't like, see anything. Like he had, he had a very small role yeah. until the second half. Yeah, but, yeah. Which I liked. That's the point. I liked it. I liked yeah. everything we saw with Russell Crowe. I love Lucy Liu. I even like X Blade, who had like X Blade was the was the like the really cliche kung fu movie. Yeah. Um, but I thought Riza's narration was so wooden that it was hilarious. Well, great. I liked the entire that. first half of the movie was just like I'm going to talk about what's going on and then I'm going to kiss this whore. Yeah. <laughs> That's all you did. See, I was I was laughing for the first half of the movie, and then by the second half, I was just kind of just you know it it, it just wasn't funny anymore. I guess like it got very serious. It got a very serious tone, and it kind of took you know like all the serious kung fu uh, story that has to happen. You know the the you know the justice that has to be served or whatever, and just goes. I I think like the RZA has spent so much time with Quentin Tarantino now. Yeah. That kind of made in one movie his Kill Bill Volume 1 and Volume 2. Yeah. Because yeah, like, yeah. everybody is saying it Absolutely. and it's dead on. There's like the first half of this movie is really fun. It's nonsense. It's a good time. And then the second half of the movie it's like oh wait, now I gotta find out who this person is, why this stuff matters. Mm-hmm. And the action slowed down and, and was less like explosive what? and fun and sort of frenetic, and like the Riz's fight scene at the end, I'm like, all you can do is punch. Yeah, Maybe yeah. you shouldn't have made yourself the star of this well, movie. It's awesome that you can direct a movie. I think that's great. Yeah. It's but over- you can't act and you can't fight. No. <laughs> I felt like the movie was over-directed. Well, see, that's, well, like, the weird thing is that granted, Quentin Tarantino's name is all over this film, but he's yeah. come out and said, I did nothing. Yeah. I put my name on this film as a, as a uh, favor to my friend. 
Yeah, of course. The thing that the person who is on it is um, Eli Roth. Roth yeah. Did help write right. it. So I want to know. I want to know who's more responsible for the first half, and who's more responsible for the second half. Because well, there's that like once again, very that disparate. Divide. The story was just by the RZA, and then it was that was taken to the screenplay by him and Eli, Eli Roth. And I hear, and apparently it was like. Uh, both Rizzo and Eli Roth were like very meticulous about all the weapons that would get used and everything like that. So I think that there's probably more Eli Roth in the first half, it sounds like, just because that's where they're like introducing all of the different weapons and stuff like that. I see that. I, 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 yeah, I would love to. I really want to know well, who did what. But I'm not sure. Yeah. This it's this po- movie it's that I'm almost possible like, that this movie was written and then rewritten, and I want to know who. Absolutely. Who did the rewrite? Yeah. Well, like, one of, I think this is one of those weird movies time, that. Sorry, go ahead, Alex. No, I was going to say, I think you guys might be given... I think that, like... I don't think that there was anything necessarily, like... There was no big change in terms of, like, the quality of the dialogue no, yeah, or anything no, in those times. I just think that, like, the movie didn't really deliver on a climactic fight. Um, it just I slowed think down. That, like, it just got weird. I think it just got kind of weird with it. Um, See, and, I, like, I, used I, a lot I, of cliches. And, like, I think that that could have been really fun... And I think that like that they didn't try with the humor in the second half, which is yeah. the difference. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I, th- I think a lot of the characters were set up in so such an interesting light, especially Russell Crowe. Oh yes, yeah. his introduction so, is so fun. It's yeah, he was it so interesting until the end when we were like, I guess we have to do more with him. Mm-hmm. And he can't just be in these almost little charm scenes. Like, so so where does that like where's that where's the disconnect there? I don't, I don't know. When, when, maybe it was. Maybe Riza had a great idea, and they just couldn't stretch it out. Maybe Riza didn't have a great idea, and they tried to do what they could. Like this is one of the movies that I'm almost interested to hear the commentary yeah. more than oh, anything yeah. else. Yeah. Oh yeah. So, no, what, I agree. So from like the trailers and everything like that, um, I don't know about what you guys were expecting, but I was almost expecting like a Mortal Kombat esque type of ordeal, well, where it's just gonna be like a bunch of different people that all had like specific skills that were all fighting to like become some, you know, whatever. Well, that was Exploit story. Exploit yeah. had the that had, kind had, of is the beginning of the movie a little yeah, bit. Like I thought, like, like if, yeah. if the if that movie continued, that's what it would have been. Yeah. Well, that's why I said Smoking Aces because I felt like it was gonna be a whole bunch of different people just converging on this one thing and it just being crazy. Mm-hmm. Because it's, um, the jun- it's the jungle village. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh my. Yeah, uh, they say Jungle Village so many times, um, but I I think that like I don't know maybe it was too sh- maybe a lot of stuff was cut out maybe that there's like maybe there is something missing uh, uh, from what we saw I, mean, I just yeah. think that so much stuff didn't like it's it's so crazy how much stuff didn't hit and I think that the way they marketed it is it was gonna be this fun romp and obviously it didn't have to be this um, but like there were times when I just like. I, I could see it like go for a reaction from me and things like that, and I didn't get it, whether it be humor or like gore or anything like that. I wasn't like impressed. Like there was some cool fight choreography, but I wasn't like I didn't have like an oh shit moment. Uh where like I kind of expect to sometimes watching like kung fu movies. Well, I think a lot of that is like one, I can't stand it in, in a movie like this. Uh like heavily CGI'd blood. Just show me some yeah. practical effects because, like, that stuff is fun to see in these movies. But I would have liked more practical effects as opposed to um, a lot of the digital sort of shit. Because oh, I'm like, that, I know that. Eli Roth wants people to die and be dismembered. Yeah, show yes. me it in a way that is like evocative, please. Yeah, yeah. 
there's one scene that that the character X-Blade, who's one of like really the one Asian male character uh who's like the one hero, male Asian yeah. hero. And he like fights a bunch of people. It's in it's in the trailer and he, there's all this blood spilling around him and it's so fucking fake. Yeah. Yeah. It felt like there were so many trailer moments in this movie. Uh which made it feel that's also what kind of made it feel disconnected for me. Was seeing all those things again. Um it felt weird. Uh, because I felt like those were like kind of like a lot of the highlights. Right. Yeah. I, there so was let's... nothing hidden. Yeah. So yeah. Let's rate it. Let's let's skip the end. All right, uh, Pete. Okay. Um, I am going to give it. Uh, oof. Um, two and a half. Oh wow! Wow! Whoa! What's the problem with two and a half? <laughs> no, no, there's no problem. I just I know we always do Yahtzees. That's why I hate it. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna read my mind. Um, two and a half lion staffs, even though they're more of a bear claw. Yeah. Because um, there's there's a ton of stuff here I would love to see more of. If they made a movie about Russell Crowe's character, even yeah. just a prequel about his character, I think it would be so fucking interesting. Oh yeah, because then anyway, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> and there, he wasn't. There was a lot that wasn't delivered on him. His character, especially. He just goes straight downhill from the first half. Lucy Liu's character becomes exactly the same person she was in Kill Bill. Yep. <laughs> and and then the, when the RZA becomes a more of a main character, there's not enough to carry it, and they force a backstory in. And you know what? This I mean, it's fun, but when you it's 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 fun to watch, but when you really sit and kind of sit and think about it, you're like, I wanted, I dis, I, res, I expected, and I kind of deserve more from it. So only two and a half. Okay. Okay. Uh, Russ, yeah. what about you? Uh, I liked it a little bit more. I'm going to give it three. Uh, I'm going to give it three poison daggers. Nice. Um, I think this movie is fun, but it definitely falls short of the expectations that the trailer sort of gives you. I think the RZA would have been better to make his character sort of like instead of like a lead by the time the movie's over, more of like a glue character, a narrator, an all-seeing, all-watching sort of person who is there with very little explanation because Russell Crowe's character was awesome. There were so many. I really liked the Byron Man who played the Silver Lion. Mm-hmm. I thought he was awesome. I thought like there were so many other good parts that I'm like, you just be yeah. sort of the glue that, that puts this world together. That being said, however, even though I didn't like it as much as I thought I would, um, I think some of the action is really cool, and this is the RZA's first movie directed. Yeah, so no, I'm grand. gonna and He's like going you're in a Wu Tang Clan, so I want to see like if this is your first movie, you've done a lot, you've done a lot better than most. So I want to see what he can do next. Yeah, with that real quick, like this movie apparently only costs 15 million to make. Oh wow! Yeah, oh, that's lot. so low. That's that's awesome. Has so it made a lot, any money? It made it made half its money back already. Okay. It's first week. I definitely think it's going to be a profit, and he's going to make more films. And you know, I think that's going to work. It's definitely going to work for him. Yeah. Yep. But I, I, I just something Russ brought up real quick. Like, I think it makes total sense. Like, if you think uh, a movie like, if, no, if you think a movie like like Snatch, yeah, Jason Statham is like a big actor, but he doesn't have a huge role in that movie. Yeah. But he's yep. a narrator, and things happen around him, and he's only there to kind of describe bigger characters than himself. Yeah. Yeah. Of love what Russ said if Rizzo was that. That would have been great. Yeah, they, I agree. Yeah, yeah um, they should have made it a, a bit more subtle with his character. 
Absolutely. That's exactly where it falls apart. Um, Great point, right. Right. Alex. Yeah, uh, I couldn't agree with both of you guys more, uh, but I'm going to give this uh, uh, two and a half star. Uh, no, two and a half. I'm sorry, I almost said stars. Uh, two and a half spicy chicken wings. Uh, <laughs> because uh, this was a joke in the movie that they just comment that a chicken wing is spicy. It was that was so weird. That was kind of a weird. <laughs> that joke. was a joke. That must have been an inside joke. But you know what? That's the kind. That's unfortunately um, what I feel like is that they had this great idea. They obviously they cared about it. There's a lot of love that went into this movie. Um, but you know what? Like, I think it unfortunately falls short from you know just seeing the names of the people involved, seeing the promise of of uh, of again like the first half when things are just kind of weird and goofy to when they become you know try to become more serious. Um, uh, it just doesn't really work, uh, and unfortunately. It, it's it's not as you know i would say watch this movie at home with like a bunch of friends and just enjoy it and just try to laugh at the, the silly parts uh and you know uh enjoy the uh the violence uh, <laughs> when it happens um yeah. uh, because you know i was really hoping for like kind of like a fun experience that i could be like remember when this thing happened but unfortunately i feel like they kind of used all that stuff up yeah uh which yeah, is too bad Gemini. What you talked about in that part, the Gemini twins, like that, yes. that I thought they were the coolest characters. They were really cool. And but... they were there for five minutes. Yeah. They had the most, the newest style of fight that blended like what Rizzo wanted to do and also like ridiculous crouching tiger, yeah. like Asian yeah. Shaolin cinema. Like it's like, I want more. Yeah. That stuff was so dumb, but that was the dumb stuff that worked. Yeah. Yeah. I really like that. <laughs> yeah. Um, Those blades at the head. Yeah. And where was Jizza? I mean, maybe get him involved. In <laughs> yeah. The genius. What's he doing? <laughs> <laughs> and method where yeah just get the whole raekwon the, the chef the jizza old dirty bastard inspect oh, the deck raekwon the chef oh, i'm not kidding. can we just listen to wu-tang instead of doing this that's what i, I all literally right. that's what, all right i'm gonna give this two and a half tiger styles um, <laughs> that was so weird that was ad- thank you that was, um <laughs> i thought i thought that your tribe was extinct that was so. That was just such a weird pull. And the second that the RZA said Tiger style, I really expected them to just like to break into Wu Tang Clan. Ain't nothing to fuck with. Oh uh, yeah, that's the intro to that song. Is right. All right. Yeah. That's how, oh, but um, it was uh, it was decent. It wasn't great. Um, the, like like we've been saying, uh, uh, the first half was really good, and then it's sort of uh, lax in the second half just because of too much story. You can yeah. take Peter out. It's fine. I hope okay. I you oh. saw that. I once said it. It it smiths out, and <laughs> but I'm excited to see what the RZA does next. Like, and that's I think the most important part about this is that this really was his first film, and that he shows a lot of promise with, and he shows that he can handle something that's not not easy to do. You know, like yeah. to do like a martial arts type of film, and and it looks decent. Like, I mean, there's definitely some times where it was a bit off, but. It looks good for everything it is. Yeah. Stylistically, it all looked really good. Um, so if and you can I, do that on fifteen million, that's great. And I hope that oh, next time it. he just lets go and has more fun with it, rather than trying to make it, you know, a, a, a major artistic mm-hmm. thing overall, and try to hit all these different notes. Yeah, definitely. Uh, maybe just focus it in more. Yeah. All right, Russ. Yeah. Wreck it, Ralph. Take us to Wreck it, Ralph. Oh, God, I'm so excited. <laughs> Wreck-It Ralph, directed by Rich Moore. A video game villain wants to be a hero and sets out to fulfill his dream. True. 
but his quest brings <laughs> havoc to the whole arcade where he lives. That's pretty dead on. Yep. So, yeah, that's the movie. That's the movie. All right, done. What do you guys want to give it? Awesome. Um, I have to say, I have to say off the top, like um, just before we really start to review it, um, we've seen a we've seen a few kids movies this year. We saw Frank and Weenie, we saw Paranorman, we saw Brave. I have not personally, personally, and and I watch the movies on Friday morning, Saturday morning, and Sunday morning. And for Saturday and Sunday morning, I have not seen a movie theater more full. And this is two different movie theaters, more full of families this summer or this year than I did this weekend. On Saturday, Saturday was That's when I saw it was was movie. packed. Was big packed weekend this uh, weekend. Families, I, I, and I, I mean had, like uh, I mean like young young girls, young boys, and 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 their parents and. Both both days. It was like because this is because this is the movie that we were talking about. Like finally, it they're... so creepy. Just that. Yes, I've never I seen so many young girls and young boys before. <laughs> 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 oh, it was about to. <laughs> this is the movie they were saying like, oh, finally Disney is going after that young male demographic. Yeah, but I never saw just more either either young uh, boys or girls packing a theater like I did this weekend. Right. And that was I love I love seeing that because this is the movie that spans that it can you know it, it has a ton to appeal to the kids, but most of its base is with eighties kids. Yeah. yeah. Oh, the the first forty five minutes of this movie is shout outs to people that were growing up in the eighties and nineties. The, the Metal Gear Solid. Yeah. Oh my god! Okay, it's it's the best great. thing I've seen in the theater this year. I lost it. I at almost that. jumped up. <laughs> no, th- I mean there are some parts like for people our age to yes jump up and clap. And what like granted for me, one of my favorite parts came in the end credits <laughs> when they showed Ralph and that little girl fighting with Royu to beat up the car. Oh yeah, that was really great. That was one of the greatest stills. I didn't stick for that. Oh, that was that was brilliant. <laughs> During the credits, they had him going to different video games, and then they had Roy Yu, Ralph, and then uh, Vanellope busting a car up. Yeah, with the, spe- the bonus stage. Like, oh, no, no, that's Mortal Kombat. Okay. Uh, but apparently the credits end in, like, a kill screen kind of thing. Yeah, they do. Like, the credits, like, glitch out at the end. Yeah. And, see, all that stuff is... is a- is so great and i like because i think like a movie with paranorman spoke to us because it had a bigger message than it should have had right and like in a movie like um frankenweenie had more potential yeah and it was just you know a pixar movie that was like you know beautiful and all that stuff blah 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 but this was a movie that just understood what it needs to do in the sense of i'm gonna entertain this one crowd i'm going to satisfy this crowd and I'm just I'm just going to buy partisan shit out of this. <laughs> I yeah. did not love this movie. <gasps> uh, really? Yeah, no. It, I honestly I, I didn't really like Ralph all that much. Uh, mm. and we just kinda had to be with him for so long. I thought that him climbing up that fucking tower in the uh, the Halo game or whatever the fuck it was was just one of the yeah. most boring and stupid things I had to watch. Like I get it. Like he he really wants his medal. I don't understand why he was as dumb and just like narrow-sighted as he actually was. I mean, for a guy who's supposed to be there for like thirty years, like I don't know. Yes, I mean that's that's the one. Like, granted, this is for kids, and he does not have ton of motivation at the very beginning. And that's and I think that's my th- thing Sorry. with with this one as compared to like I, I you know we keep bringing up Paranorman, uh, but is that this one seems 
like too kiddie or, or whatever. Like Paranorman wasn't all that. It's not that it wasn't kid friendly. Like kids could very much enjoy it, but that there was a lot more there. And this one it was like they dumbed down a lot of it for kids to just kind of laugh at. And I enjoy some of the references. I love the Tapper reference. That was one of the yes. funniest things I've seen. The Tapper stuff was so great. Uh, but yeah, that, uh, I don't know. I, it, I, I enjoyed. I actually kind of enjoyed uh, when it end, uh, how it ended, like uh, just with uh, yeah, just uh, Sarah Silverman's character and just like being a glitch or whatever. And I, I, I kind of enjoyed that stuff a lot more than I actually enjoyed some of the beginning. You, well, you know, I, I think that. Um, when the movie kind of settles into its own thing and kind of stops referencing video, other video games and stuff like that, um, yeah, it does become only. Say that again. Wait, sorry. It becomes, it becomes heavily referential for kids, like the candy references once they get the sugar rush. Yeah, yeah. I think when it becomes it's it's when it becomes its own movie, when it like starts doing that, and yes, it does become a standard kind of Disney movie. It still, I think, became a very good one, and I think like it's still like even as a you know a guy in his late a bearded man in his late twenties, I still like found myself emotionally invested in it. That was uh, <laughs> yeah. I think that I think that's my my feelings as well. Like the the first half of the movie. Super awesome, really referential, and then yeah, the last half of the movie, you pretty much it pretty much takes place in Candyland, which visually, as as cool as that is, like that's yeah. not exactly where like, well, they, I, they especially in like not a real video game. Like if it was a real video game, I'd be like this is awesome, but it wasn't, yeah. so I was taken out a little bit. But it's still, I think, like fake as Mario far Kart. as kids Disney movies go, like they, it, it's just as good as any other one. So yeah, I like that um uh Vanellope, the Sarah Silverman character. Granted, she has this whole thing, but her story her story um, all goes with the fact that she's a glitch, and kids won't understand that. Yeah. What, what, what do kids really know about a glitch in a video game? Well, I mean, I mean, uh, video games are glitched constantly, and like, especially when you think about like Facebook and like how like the internet will go down like multiple times, and they'll you know that can be considered a glitch and things like that. It's not like it's an uncommon term. Oh, yeah, yeah, but, but I, I don't know how many man. and ten-year-olds really well, are like, oh, there's a glitch happening right now. They're like, my but, thing is broke. I'm mad. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 and I get that, and I think jar- like jargon of it, like aside, um, I think that they at least did a good job of like having those characters have a rapport, and like, uh, like I don't know, I, I, I just, I was kind of worried that Sarah Silverman's character was gonna be too annoying. Yeah, um, yeah. But she was terrible. And as, as the previews went on, she was awful. But you and know I what? Like, more from this movie, I, I was in. I was like, I, I don't know. I actually like, you know, I really did find myself, you know, rooting for yep. her and things yeah, like that. Even when it became very obvious when everything was telegraphed, you know, uh, 20 minutes in advance. Um, yep. I didn't mind. And I think that that's like the sign of like something that's kind of well produced is like if you like even if you can guess what's going to happen, you don't care because you're just kind of letting yourself enjoy it. And I think also uh, like what this movie did a good job of is it sold me on the world that exists because like when they were originally like a good guy, a bad guy wants to be a good guy. I'm like, well, how me as an adult, I'm like, well, how is this world going to be constructed? How do these characters interact? Like, how does it happen? And it's like, oh, they're like they exist within like these surge protectors sort of thing. And I was like, oh, OK, well, that's kind of interesting. Yeah. But it, yeah. So like the actual construction of the world, like for, for an adult, like that stuff sort of matters for me. 
I'm like, how are they just crossing over willy nilly? That's it's not possible. But um, <laughs> it actually it actually did a good job yeah. of selling me on like how the world works and the rules and if you unplug and, and like all that sort of stuff. I kind of liked. I'll say my favorite yeah. character in the movie was the little girl in the arcade. Oh, the yeah. one who yeah. was actually playing the games. Yeah, yeah the one who's actually yeah. playing the games. I love that. Yeah. yeah, I thought that kid was great. And like, you don't see her that much, but I think that kid is just like. I think that the the like the expressions that uh, that she had, like especially when she was like getting ready to fight the uh, alien hordes or whatever, I thought it was great. No, yeah, absolutely. Well, and, and, you, and this was a movie that made me, first of all, miss arcades so much. Uh, I was about to say, then, that's how you know this movie's fantasy, yeah. is that arcades exist. <laughs> it made Seriously. me miss arcades so much, but I saw it in 34th. You guys know 34th. I was on the top floor, and when I came down the stairs, so many kids wanted to stop in that middle floor and oh, play that little arcade. That's great. That's awesome. That, that, like, that, just... that warmed my heart. Like, that was the best. That's great. People, there was audible awes at the end of this movie, and I know it's very saccharine and things like that, but like, um, I mean, Sugar Rush. Uh, so, <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, uh, it's been a long night. <laughs> yep. Uh, but, um, I don't know, I, I think that it, it was, um, again, it, it made people, I hope it made people care about these kind of things, because I think this being a, a subject matter that is close to my heart, um, I was just kind of glad to see it done well. Um, and I think that this movie could have been kind of cheap in its oh, for sure, its yeah. execution, and like just not and not done with like a sense of the intricacies of of real video games. Like who? Because like this game could this movie could have easily just been like oh video games blah 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 without any of that real like depth that they have like i love that even in the while she was racing at the end of that movie it had all of the things that a real kart racer has like the little speed up areas and like they don't focus on it but i'm like all right they they really focused on making sure that like, the game that you would be playing has all of the things that a game should have and that mattered to me mm-hmm. as a game yeah um <clears throat> And uh, I mean, I, I I know we haven't touched on it yet, but I thought the uh, the short in the beginning. Um, oh yeah, was oh, really great. oh my god, that was that was amazing. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I, I love mean, that. I, there's there's tons of stuff online. I don't I don't want to spend a ton of time on it. Yeah, but there's there's tons of different things online to like read about it because it it perfectly blends 3D with pencil drawn animation. Yep. If you if it's I don't know if the shorts post online yet, but find um, is it just called Paper or Paper Man? Paper, Paper, Paper Man. Paper Man. Um, I don't. I don't know if that kind of animation. I don't know if that would be considered a kind of like rotoscoping almost because oh, they're like looks like they're like drawing over, like uh, uh like 3D animation or vice versa. Uh, but there's looks- there's a couple different like like 10 minute long videos about it online. Like search them down. That's cool. It's so interesting. I'm just, yeah, I have to check that. Out. It really is. All right, let's rate it. Let's, let's rate, it. rate it. Uh, Alex, what do you think? I I think that this this movie is great. Um, I think that it really um, I mean it spoke to me as someone that grew up with video games. Uh, I I don't think the movie is perfect in every way. I think yes, it does become very predictable, uh, but it didn't stop me from being uh, invested a hundred percent along the way um, and, and and falling in love with it. Um, I I have no choice. I'm gonna give this uh, uh, five Sonic the Hedgehog PAs. Nice. Um, wow. <laughs> uh, five. Yeah. Um, 
I don't know. I became a sucker for it at the end. Um, and uh, uh, you know what? I think this is one. Go see in the theater. Bring kids. You don't need to see um, uh, a 3D or anything like that. I didn't yeah, see. There was, I think at the theater thing, I saw it. There was only one 3D showing. I don't know if it's like a big 3D I, thing at all. I actually went to a 3D oh. showing and the 3D thing was broken. <laughs> so they gave us free tickets. Uh, I, I was at a 3D oh, showing. Nice um, but there was like a shit. There was way more 3D showings than there were regular showings. Oh, and where I went, there was only there was only really regular. Well, were you, did you go on 34th? Yeah. Oh, okay. Damn. I kind of I wanted to see it regular, <laughs> but uh, I was at 47th. So. How was the 3D? Uh, it wasn't bad. I mean, it looked pretty minimal. If there was, yeah, much. It, it, not that I really ever like really noticed, for, except for like some of the driving parts, really. So, yeah. Okay. I, okay. Um, uh, I guess I'll go. Pete. I'll go. I'm gonna give it four. Alan Tooks. Um, he played. He played the uh, the mayor, the candy. Of the candy, the candy king, and I had no idea that was him. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I love this dude. He plays Wash and Serenity and Firefly. Um, and I didn't had not know it was him, and, and it surprised the crap out of me. From all the press that this movie had, like especially with Sarah Silverman and uh, Jack McBrayer and. Uh, what's uh, John C. Riley, and especially what's her face? And the cops. Oh, can you hear that? <laughs> oh yeah, that's real loud. And uh, what's her face? Uh, Jane Lynch, like Alan Tuck, yeah. like he he kills that character so much. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's and it's a weird thing. It's almost the opposite of Paranorman. Your cat and, like, is I... sniffing my laptop. <laughs> <laughs> Tiki. Tiki. Make his his, his, his usual uh, appearance. Yep. And it's kind of it's for me it's the kind of the opposite of Paranorman in the sense that I really loved it but I feel like it tried it tried specifically to make it for kids but made me appreciate it. Yeah. No, I I definitely agree with you. I I loved Paranorman because it it tried to make me love it but try to get kids to also watch it. Yeah. Yeah, and I think it's the opposite, and I, and I like it as much, but like, granted, because most of the movie is for children, that I can't give it as high as a score. Okay. Yeah, like, I know. I think that that's fair, but at the same time, I like. I I think that I agree with you that it's like the opposite of paranormal, and that like it didn't necessarily dig as deep. Like, I think paranormal is a much better movie. Um, I think that even though yeah, I'm giving it a five, like, it is. It's not necessarily mean a movie is perfect or anything like that. Like I, I understand that. Um, but I think that like just the fact that like um, the movie's as I think as effective in a different way. Uh, still just oh, as valid. Okay. No, okay. I think this, I think this is going to make a ton of money. And as I said, it was packed okay. when I saw yeah. it. And it. Even when I was seeing Man with Iron Fist, the theater was packed with kids yeah. who were going to see this film. And I think it's going to do so well for a few weeks. And and you know what? Uh, you know what? In New I York think City, they already announced. A sequel. Yeah, in New York City, this is the perfect weekend for this movie to come out. Yeah, it was. Um, when there kids was... were kids had no school for a week and fucking cooped up, and then they had and then they had this movie to go see for the weekend, and this is perfect. Uh, there was thirty kids in in my in my theater with only two adults. It was like <laughs> Lord of Flies. Oh, like they were just <laughs> running around kicking ch- kicking seats and just screaming. It makes me like how many parents this week were like, well, if you behave, I'll take you to go see Wreck It Ralph this weekend. Probably had to be this week in New York City. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, oh shit, there was one thing I want to say at the end of all of this. <laughs> Fuck, I can't remember now. 
All um, right, Russ, what do you think? All right, <laughs> cool. I'm going to go with four and a half Paper Mans because if you don't like Wreck-It Ralph, Paper Man is perfect. So you're going to come out of there having seen something perfect. In any event, I, like this movie works so well for me as an adult. I love the references. I think it's a great kids movie. And like, yeah, not every kids movie needs to be this like emotional roller coaster where afterwards you have to sort of have a conversation with your kids <laughs> about like, oh, this is death and blah, blah, blah. But I think this movie just works so well as a pure kids movie that is fun. And like, yeah, it has some stuff for adults, but it's just a fun kids movie. You know, you got to think about what the shit that kids get now. Like Hotel Transylvania is making money hand over fist. I'll never see that movie because I know it's full of dog balls. But this <laughs> movie is actually good. It, it It's perfect. And, and it brings me back to when I was a kid. And I'm that weird gamer nowadays who hates multiplayer. I don't do it. I don't like it. I loved the, the cooperative aspect of either playing like a four-player arcade game or playing four-player co-op with friends like physically near them. And this game oh. kind of is like... The the this movie's kind of like the the representation of that a little bit. That being said, gonna, I think like what's that? For the sequel, then. You're not gonna like the plans for the sequel. Oh, I know, yeah, I know. But I, think, but I think that's also pretty cool too. They want to branch out to online gaming, which I would love to see Ralph inter, in, like interact with all those. Exactly, like, and I think that'll be cool. And I know that that's not necessarily what I do. I still play video games a ton, but. Yeah. There's so many worlds left to explore, and they created a cohesive one that makes sense so that when it expands, like, I'll be on board with it. But I, th yeah. I think it's awesome. I think, I think if you're a kid, you have to see it. Um, if you're an adult and you've played video games, I think you definitely need to as well. Awesome. Takes? Uh, I am going to go way lower than most of you guys uh, oh. and give it uh, three Curse and Cuberts. Uh, because I, I mean, I enjoy this movie, and and when you guys are saying, you know, the, you know, everything about how it's for kids and everything like that, like that's the part of the movie that I really did like was was all that stuff. Like I, I like that more than the referential stuff in the beginning, uh, just because I don't know. I, I felt like it was almost too over the top. There was a couple of them that like that really hit me, and I was just like really excited for it. Like when they were when they were actually like showing the arcade going past, and like you just. Oh, just seeing asteroids and like centipede and yeah, and then like uh, uh, Star Wars arcade game afterburner <laughs> showed up and everything like that, and that was awesome, uh, and that was really cool to see. And then I don't know, and then and then most of them after that kind of fell flat for me. Like I, I get it, I, I get that he's in the world, and like I don't know, the Konami code. You're like I gotta get it. I mean, the Konami code I thought was actually cool. Um, I, I like that a lot. Uh, no, I, I'm, and then and I don't know. Like it's still, it's just like I don't know. There's something something about just how just Ralph in general just kind of bugged me. Um, just thirty years in the game. I mean, and it's not even like just Ralph. It, it's like the 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 society that actually thinks he's a bad guy, although they all live together harmoniously, and yet somehow everyone is still afraid of the villains, even though they're par they're very obviously non-threatening the entire time. And yeah, the 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 good characters should be smarter than at this point than they are portrayed. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah no, I get that. Yeah, um, I totally. Get that, yeah, yeah. Um, but I still, I mean, it's still, it's still, you have to see it because it, it's a really good kids oh, movie. Oh, if, and if you're a kid, like, no, kids should see this. Yeah, I think it's, I think it's one of like it's a kids fun, smart movie and like a great movie for kids. Yeah. yeah. Uh, 
Yeah, no, I think that you know what, like I don't know. For me, I I I know that the referential stuff maybe did wear wear thin for you, Tiggs. But for me, just the fact, like seeing, like not even the stuff that was put in my face, but just seeing, like for instance, like the joust, uh, like oh, guy on like the lying. ostrich thing. Yeah, yeah. no, but I mean, just that... seeing that, like that made me feel good. Like that stuff just like made me feel like like this kind of like these things, like this history is like being curated almost. Right. No, I enjoyed um, a lot of the background referential stuff. Like, yeah, 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 uh, totally. yeah. No, this. But is, I, I, it's weird that Alex didn't bring it up. But this is a movie, you know. Even if you aren't, if you don't have a kid, or if you aren't a kid, like, go see. Like, it might have something that connects with you. It might not, but it's still enjoyable. And it if is. it connects, if it connects to you, like, you're gonna like a lot of it. Yeah. So yeah, I, 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 would go see, I would go see it as soon as you can. Yeah, and maybe seeing it today, you know, made me be on a on a, on a high with it. Um, uh, but you know, I think this is one that like, you know, for instance, I would, you know, I would want to, you know, take family or anything too. And like, even like, you know, you know, just giving me the opportunity to talk about this kind of stuff. Yeah. And oh, like, no, should like, someone yeah. one of these games after like, this? I will end up buying uh, this when it comes out on like DV or Blu-ray or whatever. And I will be sitting down and watching it with my nephew. I'll like, get it on Blu-ray. You goof. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> All right. Have they announced if it's coming to VHS or not? No, no. Uh, well, <laughs> Betamax is is confirmed, and uh, it's going to be on UMD. So, <laughs> uh, that's video game joke. <laughs> okay, they let's uh, put it on UMD. Takes wrap it up. Uh, you can find us on the web at moviemoviepodcast.com. You can find us on Twitter at moviemoviepc. You can email us uh, your thoughts, complaints. Uh, just you know, general niceness to us or your fake movie Friday submissions to moviemoviepodcast at gmail.com and we are the priest and the beekeeper and improv comedy troupe who does a movie themed improv form. Uh, we perform the third Thursday of every month at Long Island City's The Creek in the Cave uh, with our good friend uh, and stand up Zach Broussard at a show called Pig File. Starts at 9.30. Uh, it's going to be the 15th of November uh, which is next Thursday. Uh, so it should be, it'll be great. It'll be a lot of fun. Um, yeah. And thanks. Uh, thanks guys for, uh, being here with me. Thanks for talking Thank you. to me guys. Thanks for, you know, being friends. Thank you for being friends. Yeah. Uh, this, yeah, this week, this weekend we're seeing Skyfall, right? Skyfall and Link. Are, are we seeing Link? No, Lincoln doesn't even open until well, next some, no. some of us, some of us are seeing. Well, Lincoln does come out apparently um, uh, in, in eleven in, theaters. Eleven theaters. Yeah, but, but this there's... weekend we're seeing Skyfall, and and I think a few of us have already seen Flight. So next week you're going to hear us talking about Skyfall and Flight, which is kind of fun. I've never actually said those two words yeah. flight, uh, flight together, and, and, and it really works. It really Sky works. Flight. Flight well, fall. Yeah. And Sky, uh, Flight. <laughs> <laughs> Good night, Wait, everybody. When is, when is uh Lincoln wide? Next week. Next week. Next yeah. week. Lincoln is wide. Next, next week. Thanksgiving it's weekend. With, oh. with a breaking dawn. Oh, Ooh, we're not seeing we? it, right? We're not. No, we're not. We're not. I'm. Nope, we're doing no. it. No, we're not. You know, I'm put. I'm putting Russ's foot down. We're not seeing it. Has anyone seen any of the other movies? We I saw. Oh, I saw the first one. I saw, I saw the first, first two, but with riff tracks. I've I seen all of them with Rift I haven't seen any. I think it might be fun to do this one just out of the context. Uh, we'll talk about this after we're done. <laughs> uh, game over, guys. Let's get out of here. Okay, bye. Later. Bye. See you, everybody. Blah, blah, blah.